0: Welcome back to another episode of the American Cattleman Podcast and our special producer profile. Just ahead, we have American Cattleman publisher Gail McKinney as he sits down with Tyler Kester from Kester Hereford from Arlington, Nebraska. But first, a word from Bob Tolman and our sponsor, Rawhide Portable Corral.
1: We understand cattle that's why the world's first hydraulic corral just keeps getting better our system is simple flexible and durable built to keep your cattle operations easy and trouble free all the best features of a portable system with unmatched customer service is why rawhide is often imitated never duplicated
0: the rawhide portable corral just a quick reminder For previous producer profile podcasts, check out our website, www.americancattleman.com. Today, you'll learn more about the history of Kester Hereford, their operation, and about their upcoming sale. Before we kick it over to Gail, here's Michael with a quick word from our sponsor, Lewis Cattle Oilers. For cattlemen, choosing the right pest control program for your cattle can be expensive and frustrating. The Lewis Cattle Oiler provides effective, year-long control of all major pests. Treatment is effective throughout varying life cycles and feeding habits. Controlling pests the Lewis way saves time and minimizes the cost per animal. The convenience of the self-treatment system eliminates stress caused by extra trips through the chute. LewisCattleOiler.com Now here is Gail McKinney. Thank you, Dustin.
2: Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the American Cattlemans Podcast and our special producer profile. Thank you again so much for joining us today. I'm Gail McKinney, I'm the publisher of American Cattleman, and I am pleased to have you here with me for this episode of the producer profile. Today's guest is Tyler Kester with Kester Hereford of Arlington, Nebraska. Tyler, welcome to the American Cattleman Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Hey Tyler. Um, I know a lot of folks know about Kester Hereford, and and uh, but I, th- I think it's important even for you know for those folks that know you, and even for those that you know those, those folks that don't know you. Even more importantly, can you tell us about your operation and you know your family, your background, and, and all that stuff that that got you here today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll kind of start from the top there of like, yeah, Kester Hurford's Arlington, Nebraska, and people have seen Arlington, Nebraska, and Central City, Nebraska, and Prairie du Chien, Wisconsin. They've seen all sorts of things. And that, the nucleus has always been Clearwater, Nebraska. I've moved around in my career um, managing uh, commodity trading companies. Um, but Clearwater, Nebraska has always been home base. So uh, we'll get right into there. So Kester Herford is definitely Clearwater, Nebraska. Me and my wife do live in Arlington. Um, the Kester Edwards is owned by my wife, uh, Lindsay, and I, with my brother, Cody, and his wife, Katie. Um, it's been pretty cool to build, and um, there's a lot of history behind it. And if anybody knows the old cowboy poet, R.P. Smith, there you go. he tells the joke. I'm going to ask you the joke, Gail. Of, do you know why most ranchers believe in polygamy?
2: <laughs> why is that?
1: Because it usually takes three to four wives with good jobs in town just to keep the ranch afloat right
2: <laughs> there you go you're exactly right
1: <laughs> yeah we're a good catholic family we don't believe in me, but um the reason why i tell you that is, is you know my my dad i'm the oldest of five kids my dad was the oldest or in the middle of about 11 but anyway he owned the feed store in clearwater and uh as started having kids he had an old world war ii veteran john d thompson come to him and say uh Bill, my dad's Bill, you're getting these boys on the ground and, and you're going to need uh, some cows and some horses for them boys. And my dad was kind of like, well, I, I grew up around dairy and cows too, but why? Well, John D. told my dad, well, a set of cows and a good horse will teach them young boys half of everything they need to know. So my dad ended up leasing his ranch and cows and, and off we went. And in the late 80s, dad bought a handful of Richard Hereford heifers and so the Kester Herfords kind of started, but it wasn't really even Kester Herfords then, it was just we had some Herfords with a bunch of commercials, and you know, all five of us kids kind of grew up punching cows and treating calves, and that kind of revolved into a little bit of that uh, bad habit we all call rodeo, and that's a whole <laughs> another story in itself, but uh, that's where it started, and you got kind of fast forward to about 2006, all those kids were either in college or out of college or getting out of high school and it was getting a little much for the old man. And so we convinced him to sell all the commercial cows, but just hold on to the handful of really good Herefords we had. And from there, me and Cody uh, really took off with it. And, you know, back to telling that polygamy joke, it it was, uh, you know, me and Cody were kind of weekend night warriors of, you know, working our butt off at night and on the weekends and also working, Eight to five jobs uh, to to support the dream, and one big milestone we've got um, as a family or as an operation is here. A couple of years ago, Cody was able to Keserivers finally could support a full time guy, and so that kind of made us feel like big boys to a degree. Now that uh, Cody's full time, so um, operation today we're running about 150 spring females uh, with 50 fall females. Um, you know, we also put embryos in multiple different herds uh, of other friends and family, etc. Um, so yeah, that's uh, kind of the history of our our program to where it is today, and, and look to continue to build it.
2: You know, that's a great story and and and, and a consistent story. Not not that there's not some infiltration of of uh, of, of corporate farming within the within the cow calf industry, but the greatest majority of these cow calf herds. Uh, remain family operations and uh that's a great story it 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 just makes it a it just makes it a business about lifestyle not just not just about business right hey tyler uh we have coming up here in a few weeks the kester herford annual sale at the atkinson livestock market outside clearwater Uh, and that's on monday march 4th can you uh you walk us through the sale listings a little bit and and uh and, and tell us about anything that just really stands out in, in this sale, if, if you'd like to.
1: Yeah, I mean, the first thing that really stands out is that Atkinson Livestock Market, the old reliable there in Atkinson. You know, a group of young guys and some investors bought that barn here four, five, six years ago. I don't know the exact date. And and getting to know them, they invited us to come up to have our bull sale there. And uh, we have got along great. They really treat their their cattlemen in that area really, really uh, well and there's a great group of, of ranchers in that area as well too and so that's probably the first thing is is just to highlight the Atkinson livestock market they do a, an incredible job um, also get into the sale probably another piece that's really important to us is the Valley Creek Ranch out of Fairbury they became really good friends of ours uh, that they're bringing 10 bulls to the sale as well and a handful of heifers um, we got to know them. We only go to two shows a year and me and Cody typically take a few head to the state fair and uh, a pin to the Denver stock show. And so we've got to know the McGee family there. So we've used some of their genetics as well. And so they'll have a handful of cattle on the sale. Um, really nice set of fall bulls um, and they're five and some, some good spring bulls as well. But yeah, in total, we're going to have a little over 50 bulls on the sale. Um, we're going to have, about a hundred heifers on the sale. Um, the one part that's really exciting to me that's grown in our program is um, I like to talk to bulls, right? And, and uh, yep. we'll get into that in a second. The heifers is pretty neat. You know, when we get customers that are calling us in the fall and saying, Hey, Tyler, Cody, you, you got to come look at these baldy heifers. You're going to want them on your sale. That's pretty exciting to me because it's kind of telling us that our stuff's working for the customers, the customers liking their product. And and uh so being able to put this group of baldy heifers together that are some of the most elite what i think are the elite heifers from uh, a lot of different ranchers that we go and hand pick to bring to our sale i think it's pretty neat um in one form it kind of pisses me off because we're we're hereford guys and everybody trips over themselves for these damn baldy heifers but um, <laughs> um it, it's great and it makes guys feel good so those 70 baldy heifers are um, that we're going to have on the sale, um, they're fun because it's it's fun to watch the pride these ranchers get in putting these Hereford bulls on their black cows and getting these elite heifers, and uh, you know then finding the guys that are buying our Hereford heifers um, to bring back commercial calves or raise registered cattle out of, you know the main guts of the the offering too is our bulls and what I really like about our program and what we're trying to do is you know I still believe we sell cattle by the pound. Um, and I'm not going to start throwing arrows that are our, our friends in the Angus association, but the differentiating thing I think we have in, in the Hereford breed today is the docility, the maternal qualities, the bone, the structural width and the red meat that we're putting in these Hereford cattle that really are differentiating ourselves. And you really see that on the heterosis side when, when you're putting these Hereford bulls on, on Angus females. And, so what we want to pride ourselves on too is is we like cattle we want to look at. I think Cody and I have really focused hard on on putting a lot of shape and dimension and structural correctness into our cattle. Um, you know something you know we're hearing more and more even being out in Denver and places of man you guys got some shapely cattle, man you guys' cattle are stout. Well. Um, I think a lot of guys see the same things I'll look at when you go look at a bull. The first three things you're going to see is nuts, guts, and butts, right? And if you don't have it, you're not going to be attracted to that bull. And then you can start looking at EPDs and et cetera. But, um, you know, this year we had multiple bulls that weaned off the cow at over 900 pounds. Um, We think that's pretty extraordinary um, in a registered business. Um, So we're we're really excited about these bulls. Um, EPDs are another thing that you can't get away from. You have to look at. Um, We have multiple bull cats in the top 10 in the industry for multiple different pieces, um, specifically yearling weight, ribeye, um, even marbling. So um, we are phenotype first. You got to like the cattle. You got to like what you're seeing versus what you like to see on paper. But to follow up the phenotype, I think on paper, you may find some of the most elite bulls, phenotypically and on paper, in our place, although smaller than others. Um, than you can find anywhere else in the industry
2: Tyler you you just mentioned and I'm hearing that more and more here from producers this year especially um you know yeah there's there's tons of EDPs and there's all this data and vitally important you you need to you need to do your homework on that but um it's also about it's also about seeing that bull that you know will work in your herd and that eyesight test still has value right the
1: eyesight test is huge you know and you know even from the epds um i think knowing the cattle are really important um you know there are times that we'll have the epds kick out that on paper this should be a hundred percent sure shot Cavanese, sleep all night style bull and we won't represent them that way because i know the cow i know the bull something happened in the epds to say that and i'm telling customers you Buy this bull, put him on cows, but absolutely do not put him on heifers. Um, So knowing the, knowing the cattle is a big thing. And you can see that in structure as well, too. The the other one that, especially when it comes to uh, yearling weight, EPDs, there are times like, you know, there's apples and oranges when you look at Hereford and Angus between EPDs, but you know, Don't quote me on this, but about anything above a 115 is in the top 1% for yearling weight in the Herford industry. I think that's pretty close. Well, there's been times I've went and looked at bulls, and here's a bull that is one of the lightest bulls in the pen. He's a yearling bull, not even weighing a 1,000 pounds, standing around his 1,300-pound brothers, if you will, yet he's got 140 yearling weight EPD. Going, that doesn't make any sense. Yep. Not going to do, do that. So, the eye test is super important. Um, I think shape and style is a big part. You know, I've had guys get critical of me of like everybody wants a big butt on a bull. And yes, that's the cheapest part of the carcass. But um, um, so they got to have structure as well. Um, they got to have shape. Uh, to me, they got to be something we like to put some power into these cattle, to put a base into them. And, uh, that's what I think we provide if something guys are really going to like the attractiveness of our goals.
2: that makes a lot of sense to me. And, and, uh, and maybe, maybe we can continue on with that just a little bit. Tyler is, is, is specifically how does Kester Hereford fit well into that commercial producers program?
1: Well, the cattle industry still is a people business. Um, you know, I, I do think our bulls speak for themselves. Uh, come look at the bulls. You know, we can, we can show testimonials on other people that have used the bulls, but you know, year in and year out, you know, we'll turn our bulls out the the 10th of May. And, uh, we may be pulling our herd bulls the 20th of June, something like that, to then clean them up with an Angus bull or something. My point being with that is, you know, we've had multiple customers that have a bull break their tool or break a leg or something. And, We'll go. We'll go take one of our herd bulls out to them to clean up cows. Um, so the differentiating part I see is number one, it's our cattle, the phenotype of our cattle. I I, I really think that differentiates us um, from others. Number two is our relationships with these guys of buying back their baldy heifers or the top end elite part of their baldy heifers um, year in and year out. I think that's a that's a big piece. Um, taking care of the bulls staying in touch with them of, Hey, how'd the bull get along? Um, you know, helping some of these producers find a perfect influence sale to take their cattle to, I think's a, another big piece. And, and I know this sounds simple or easy, but just the honesty and transparency of the relationship of there, there's guys that come to us and say, Hey, I want to try a Hereford bull, but I don't know what I'm looking at. Can you, can you steer me towards five bulls that you think, I could bid on that are gonna work. And for those of you that don't know my brother, Cody, um, he's probably forgot more about cattle than I know, and he's super direct um, about it. And so he's got people that will grab him to go to another sale because Cody will go through, here's the five bulls you want, uh, phenotypically and EPD wise, here you go. So I know I'm rambling on, but where I'm getting to is really just taking care of guys, Uh, being honest, being trustworthy, if you have something go wrong, we make it right. Um, we're we're going to punch you in the mouth before we're going to lie to you, style guy. Um, and then really try to help you through every step of the process.
2: Hey, Tyler, if, if you'll allow me, I, I, I'd like to read the, read folks your mission statement. Is that okay? Yeah. Here, folks, here's, here's, here's Kester Herford's uh, mission statement off their website. We believe in the strength of our Western heritage. God-fearing people, small-town values, meaningful friendships, handshake integrity, and being great neighbors. While loving this culture and lifestyle, we're going to work hard to produce great Hereford cattle. I, th- <laughs> I think that's great, um, and I, that's, that's, that really sums up what you were saying. I, I, I think that's just, just wonderful. Hey, Tyler, we, we probably better give folks contact information so they can, they can reach out with questions
1: yeah there's a lot of different ways to access this um you know our our website kesterherford.com um you can find us on facebook um you can call call me directly my cell phone number's 402-750-6163 can reach me anytime um there as well too um facebook's a great way to keep in touch with us um you know we got our um sale preview coming up so we'll get about six to eight prime ribs cooked up and served prime rib on the 24th saturday the 24th of february there you go. that anybody anybody can come out um have a steak on us look at the cattle um we do that on a saturday because our bull sales on monday the 4th um for those that have to work for a living as well too being gone on a monday may not work so that's why we open it up on a saturday and feed everybody and have a few cocktails as well too and let everybody look at cattle so Facebook's a great way to, to follow us. We're pretty active there, um, but please don't ever um, don't ever be bashful about giving me a call and asking me anything, everything. I'm I'm here to answer all the questions and help out.
2: Tyler, and also the auctions on DVA?
1: Yep, yeah, D V auction. Um, it'll be on D V auction and Cattle USA as well. Um, that's a that's been a great platform for us. You know, one thing we do offer with the sale, um, is within 200 miles. We'll deliver the bull, um, outside of 200 miles. have a conversation. I know like, um, uh, taking bulls up to North Dakota or a lot of different places we have, I'll try to team that up to maybe throw a few horses in and go help at your branding or get to spend a little time with you. So, you know, back to that handshake integrity standpoint, we want to take care of people, um, so whatever we need to do to, to work together. Productively, that's what that's what we're gonna do.
2: There you go, folks. Um, Tyler, thank you. And we thank Kester Herford for what, what you all do for the for the cow calf industry.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity and, and getting to uh, be on your guys' platform as well, too. And and yeah, look forward
2: to continuing to build a relationship with you guys. Sounds great. Hey everyone, that's Tyler Kester of Kester Herford. Attend the 2024 Kester annual sale on Monday, March 4th, 2024. The bidding is going to start at 1 p.m. at the Atkinson Livestock Market. That's west of Clearwater, Nebraska. This is truly going to be a great one. You need to get to it. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the American Cattleman Podcast. Tell your neighbors and friends about us. Take care.
0: A special thanks to Tyler Kester from Kester Hereford for chatting with us today. Make sure you check out their sale. For other upcoming sales, check out our February digital edition online at www.americancattleman.com And here's Michael again with another quick word from our sponsor, the official hat company of the American Cattlemen from Shorty's Cowboy Hattery.
2: It's way more than just a hat. It's a piece of American tradition. We're talking about Shorty's Cowboy Hattery, the finest handmade hats in the country. Founded by National Cowgirl Museum and Hall of Fame, Lavona Shorty Coger. For over 30 years, Shorty's Cowboy Hattery has covered the heads of rodeo stars, music stars, working ranch cowboys, and folks that just want to look like one. Shorty's hats remain world famous and are sought after for their attention to detail intricate sewing process and signature beaver fur and beaver fur blends you gotta get you one or two visit shortieshattery.com because you deserve the best
0: thanks again for joining us for another episode of the american cattleman producer profile thanks again to our sponsors rawhide portable corrals lewis cattle oilers and shorty's cowboy hattery The American Cattleman Podcast is produced by The American Cattleman Magazine. Check out our website, www.americancattleman.com, or find us on social media by simply searching for The American Cattleman. Until next time, make sure the gate is always closed.